Merhaba. Oh my gosh. I'm having a bad day, you guys. <laughs> yeah, Ashley's having a rough day, but we're I'm irritated. We're gonna try to get through the episode. <laughs> but sometimes life just is a pain in the butt. Oh my gosh. Okay, I need to calm down and get into our Kenjikush world. Yes, and this isn't even that bad of an episode. It's so, really not. Yeah. Thanks least, the Lord for that. At least you don't have to discuss a gut-wrenching episode on... Can you imagine if this happened when we were doing 16? <laughs> nope. I would be the world's most bitter person. <laughs> <laughs> the week we were doing 16 was also the week we found out we were canceled. Oh, that would have been... Yeah, a triple threat. Horrible. Absolutely terrible. horrible. Oh my gosh. Oh. Okay. All right, so guys. I guess we can just get into it. Yeah. Or do you have housekeeping? Yeah, a couple, a couple housekeepings. Um, first, I remember last week I wanted to make sure we said thank you for we surpassed after episode. I think it was just before we recorded episode sixteen. Uh, we passed five thousand listens. Yeah, total for the podcast. So yeah. we wanted to say thank you to you guys, Yay. and we're currently in the process of putting together a contest with prizes to mm-hmm. thank you guys. So hopefully, in the next few weeks, we'll be able to get that rolling. But we're we're trying to get our hands on some cool prizes first. So yeah, so that's taking a little longer yeah. than anticipated. But just um, yeah, keep a lookout on our social media, and we'll keep that updated. So thank you guys. Keep on listening. Um, what else? I. We got just a few answers to our question of the week last week, mm-hmm. uh, which was basically, what do you think Fabri's endgame is? Yeah. And, you know, because we're switching writers, so it makes me wonder if his true purpose was carried out or if maybe there was a different intention for him. Right. So we wanted to hear what you guys thought. And we got an answer from our friend Moran. And she says, Fabri is definitely crushing on Sun M, but his main goal is definitely taking down John for humiliating him. Though I don't really get it. How big of a, of a humiliation was it really? Especially Very consider- true. Uh-huh. Because it says, especially considering that as far as Fabri was concerned, John took Sun M because they were a couple. Yeah. And not just a couple, but an engaged couple. Yeah. So she says, I think there's kind of a big hole there plot-wise. That's also- a really good point. Uh-huh. And she says... Also, he's willing to lose money for it, so it's not just about the perfume. And he's willing, at least in later episodes, to even hurt Sun M. So it's not about her at all. All that's left is John. Hmm. And I thought, that's very true. Mm-hmm. So. And it's not like all these people saw, like, the, the people who even saw John take Sun M away. Right, it wasn't even his colleagues. It was, like, Fikri Harika people. It and was his, all the Fikri Harika people, And yeah. his aide, right? Like just yeah, just assistant. Mina. Uh-huh. So yeah. it's not like it was in front of his whole corporation and right. he made a fool of him. Right. By slapping him or, you know, something yeah, like exactly. really super insulting. He took, as far as he was concerned, his fiance's his fiance. hand yeah. and walked out of there. Yeah. And <laughs> even in that episode, Fabri winds up feeling bad about it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I had no idea. Like, I need to apologize to him. So it's like, yeah. And now 10 episodes later, you're like, oh, I'm going to get him back for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Good point. And then... I liked what our friend Giselle had to say. She said, the longing in this episode was delicious. Fabri wants to get into Sanem's pants, but little does he know, no one can ever get into her pants, not even John. (laughs) (laughs) And I just thought that was really funny. Amen, Giselle. (laughs) So that was pretty much it. I think I forgot to post the question on Twitter. That's why. So those were just our Instagram. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. And then um, I know we're kind of on a time crunch, but... I don't know if you guys all 
realize this, but there was this thing floating around on Twitter from an article last year when they were first announcing Eric and Jikush, And I just thought, since this particular episode we're recording right now isn't going to drop until the day after the finale mm. airs. So we don't know what happens, but it'll it'll air after we find out what happens. So yeah. I'm a little bummed about that. But I thought it would be fun to read the synopsis that was given when the show was announced. Have you seen this? I haven't. I'm just going to say I'm so glad they changed the plot because... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. I've seen this. So I just thought it was funny so i wanted to share it with you guys and then we'll get into episode 18 so this is dated from may of last year this is the new romantic comedy summer series or kenji kush starring demet ozdemir sanem and john yaman john uh and then it lists a bunch of other people uh says officially starts production on sunday may 20th additional cast members include blah 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 the series will air on star tv and is being produced by gold film blah, 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 blah. This is probably all unnecessary. Synopsis. So here, here we go. It says, in the series, ever since childhood, Sanem's father, Nihat, who has breathing difficulties, owns a neighborhood grocery shop, and Sanem is the one who wakes up early in the morning to open up the shop for her father. Sanem's older sister, Lael, or, uh, yeah, not, or it's probably like... A typo? Yeah, I think it's still supposed to be Layla. Okay. Is a free-flowing and happy-go-lucky person, and she works for a magazine publication called... Contes. When Sanem learns that the magazine is looking for help, she immediately applies for the job, and that's when the real story starts. The owner of the magazine, Aziz Bey, has two sons, John and Emre. Both brothers will fall in love with Sanem. <gasps> mm-hmm. Sanem, who gets the job, realizes that things are not going as well as she expected. Totally by coincidence, she starts a relationship with John, at, which is one of the owner's sons, and this is when things start to change. John is a person who does not like the city life and prefers a more natural environment, enjoys sports, and a more modest lifestyle. Somehow, she will eventually end up in a relationship with John's younger brother, Emre, who is the complete opposite of John and works for the magazine as its financial director. Can you imagine? Ugh. Our hashtag would be Sanemre. <laughs> Aren't you so glad that... Aisha did not follow this. I am so glad. Oh my gosh. That was the part that I had heard about like they were going to be a love interest. Yeah. But I didn't realize that they were going to have both of the brothers fall in love Uh with her. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad they didn't do Can you imagine how much different of a show we would have had? It it would be completely different. And not even believable (laughs) if like because they were already cast. You seriously tell me she was going to leave John. For Emre. Yeah, right. Brand, I love you and your swoopy hair, but. <laughs> well, and just the chemistry factor. Right. Is oh, what would completely kill that whole storyline. Totally agree. Um, oh, one more thing. That's, this is what I forgot. Last week when I was giving the summary for 17 and I asked someone for the help of identifying really what it meant john's sharp lines because i couldn't find oh right yeah so our friend on instagram julia helped us out her husband's turkish oh awesome so basically she says it really it actually translates like this will sanem's honesty break john's strict rules okay so that makes so much more sense uh yeah so that's what that was which does make perfect sense i just couldn't find anything about that okay online so right I think that was it. Do okay. you have anything? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you're the one who you guys, if you talk to quote us on social media, <laughs> it's probably going to be Kristen because 
I can't keep up with that stuff, and I've been really distracted this summer, desperately trying to take a summer break because I'm a teacher, <laughs> and I've been kind of running away from technology and computers, and <laughs> because I, don't I blame do you. a lot of my work on there, <laughs> so... Yeah, but Kristen is super diligent. The, <laughs> the be... one thing that I do is I do our Instagram post yes. for the episode. <laughs> it's like the only thing. Well, and usually we'll know it's you because you'll sign an A after you. That's like, on Twitter. Something. I will for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah. So. So yeah, it's likely me. Just so you guys know, but yeah, really, if you're like sending us <laughs> DMs. Kristen is probably the one responding to you. So, but it's fun. I like talking. I'm sorry. I like talking with you guys, so it all works out. Yeah. So anyhow, all right. Well, I'll jump right into our summary. And okay. remember, we've officially entered the Osley era. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Summary of the episode. Oh, the hashtag was uh, Seal Bastan, which means back to square one, which feels pretty appropriate yeah. for this episode. Yeah. Hmm. So a summary goes, here we go. After the hurtful encounter with John outside of Fabri's birthday party for her, Sanem quits her job and walks away. She decides that she'll be better off as grocer Sanem again. Meanwhile, Layla finally has a crisis of conscience and shows John the Emre Eileen partnership papers. He also learns the truth of who was really behind all the birthday drama from JJ, and then John realizes what a huge mistake he's made where Sanem is concerned. He heads back to the Mahale to convince Sanem to come back to the agency, but is it too little, too late? Hmm. All right. That's the basis of our episode. And yeah. Ashley, let's talk about the opening scene. That terrible, horrible thing that we have to relive uh-huh. of him telling her that she's just like anybody else in the agency. And is the and other she's one. the other one. Oh, that's got to be one of the nastiest things he said to her. It really, it's almost worse than what he was insinuating about Fabri last episode. I know. Almost. Yeah. Because it's such a, that feels like such a low blow to me. Right. Because he knows exactly how she felt about that. Yeah. And it was Duren who was crazy disrespectful to her during that whole time. I mean, I... I would say, would you agree that at this point in the show, Duran has warmed up to her a little bit? Probably yeah. not 100%. Well, right, considering she still kept her birthday stuff from right. her last episode. But, but she at least kind of respects her a little bit more. Yeah. And trusts that she's a good worker. Right. Yeah, so that... Yeah. And I put, I put, this really felt like the end. Yeah. Well, I remember at that yeah. point, it was like, that felt... Like the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. Because he won't listen to her. He won't consider anything that she's saying. Yeah. He won't listen to the truth. She's tried and tried and tried. She's tried to say it. She's written it in a letter that he ripped up in front of her face. Yep. And then when she's clearly distraught at the party and runs after him. And he doesn't believe her. And he doesn't believe her. And he doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for her, can you imagine? That was just to add insult to injury yeah. with, you know, finding out that it was Fabri. I, I cannot yeah, imagine not what that must feel like. Yeah, not just finding out it was Fabri, like. but finding out it was Fabri after thinking the man you love oh is the gosh. one who yeah. threw the party. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. I hate but it. But let me just say, I was, I had a lot of proud moments of Sanem this episode. Yeah. So, yeah. the The first few minutes are really just sad or ugly yeah. because you know 
she goes home early and she can't hide her tears. Right. She's all puffy eyed. And- I really appreciated, though, that Nihat was like, no, we need to give her space. Yeah. Because Mevkabe was just going to push right in. Yep. And, and I love that he held her back and just said. He held her-, her back the whole episode, mm-hmm. too. Yep. And yeah, I, even later when he's like, oh, yeah, let's just go to John and say this and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I really appreciated that because I thought that shows how much he respects Sanem. And knows his daughter. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And he knows that it wouldn't help anything. If anything, it would could possibly make things worse right. for her. And if you for, if they force themselves on her, she's not necessarily going to open up to exactly. them. So I really appreciated that. That was 10 points for Baba Nihat. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And we get an angry workout scene. Yes. We get John at the gym rethinking last night's events. Shirtless boxing ensues is uh-huh. what I wrote. Yep. I put angry workout. That's right. <laughs> and then Sanem at the same time is reliving his words to yeah. her. And I just put our poor baby's broken. Yeah. Layla actually comes in and checks on her, which is frustrating because it's like, well, you know why she's upset. You're part of the reason. Well, and I felt like, like, see, uh-huh. see what you did. Exactly. You well, little jerk. Yep. And I wrote that. Look what you did, you little jerk. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus points for anyone who knows what movie that's from. Anyhow. Yeah. Sanem basically tells her everything and just says, I want to be Sanem the grocery girl again. Yeah. And I said, and Layla hugs her and I said, it looks like Layla's maybe starting to feel guilty about oh, what she Oh, she did. looks super guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looks totally guilty, which, which she should. Yep. Yeah. So that was that was really sad. Yeah. Um, and Layla, I was well. John goes in and he's preparing. Um, yeah, the compass sport stuff. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing all black, which I will not complain which about. We love. Yep. And I was laughing at the whole scene of Layla stuffing her face so she wouldn't have to talk to them. Uh huh. And these <laughs> like. Oh, well, oh, she, you suddenly became more you suddenly hungry. suddenly became hungry. Well, your stomach and you are tiny, so you'll be full pretty soon and you're going to have to talk. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. at least she was being um, Faithful to her sister, yeah. finally. Yeah. Yeah. And not spilling her guts about everything. Exactly. So then we have the saddest walk down the saddest street yeah. with the saddest music in the world. <laughs> yes. And I meant to – I think I meant to – Oh, no, this isn't it. Never mind. I, say, I meant to look up that song, but it's just music. It's not a song. It, I'm thinking of something later in the episode. Yeah, no, this is the theme song. Yes. Yeah, right. but it's just absolutely crushing. Yeah. Yeah, it's so sad. Yeah. Um, I also – so we get flashbacks of the memories during this time, and I also said um, – oh, and she refuses chai. Right. Well, because as she's walking, she keeps having these memories of times when John was in the Mahale. Right. And then you just see this hand offering her chai. So yeah. you're, she's probably thinking of John right. bringing her tea or something. Yeah. And so she doesn't even want it. And she just like sadly shakes her head. Mm-hmm. And, and again, good job to the makeup people. Or if Demet was really method acting on this because she looks like she's been puffy eyed crying all night again. Yeah. Which makes the whole scene even, like, worse and sad. It really does. Let's see what else. Um, I think we flash back to the agency at this point, and I said, yeah. of course, JJ's the best friend in the world, because what's he doing? Breaking up the gossip mill. He is. And once again, or not once again, um, I was thinking, 
I put this might be the beginning of Disco Duran. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so I think this was the first outfit where she's really legitimately Disco Duran. Yeah, I think you're right. It Her outfit right here, it almost looks like a clown outfit. Yeah. It's her colorful striped sequins uh-huh. and then those big pants. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's not. Well, and they I have like it. that weird like tulip skirt thing almost around the top of it. Or maybe that's not yet. At some point in this episode, though, she's wearing a pair of pants that have like a weird, not a skirt overlay fully because it's like open in the front. I don't know. They're not great. Yeah. They're just not weird. <laughs> just weird. The stuff they put her in sometimes. And from what I've been seeing from like some of our friends in our friend group who are who have either been to Turkey or are from Turkey mm-hmm. or are Turkish are like, yeah, a lot of that stuff is not even considered work attire over there. Oh, that's funny. So they're like not even being super realistic with it. Right. Like Layla wears what would be considered like cocktail dresses, like way oh, totally. overdressed for a professional job. So yeah. it's just interesting. That is interesting. But yeah, Disco Duran, JJ stops the gossip. Yeah, again. And I love he's that he's the best friend in the yeah, world. Yeah, I love that he says spread the truth if you're going to be talking and spreading gossip. Like, yes. Yeah, so he's basically trying to talk them all because they're all basically like, oh, Fabri and Sanem are dating and all this stuff because yeah. of the revelation that he threw the party for her last night. Right. Which, you know, it would kind of make sense that they would come to the, jump to those conclusions Ooh, sure. when Fabri just decided he was going to throw her a party and send her a dress. Yeah. And then she shows up in the dress. Although, did he – no, he did say something. Yeah, yeah so he's they like, oh, known. I'm so happy you wore it or something yes, like that. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, he okay. Call- oh, go ahead. So John overhears JJ calling Sun M. Yes, because she's not at work. Right. Here's my question. Did JJ hear – you know what? Now I'm thinking back and I'm pretty sure he did. Mm-hmm. I wasn't – I was like, how did he know she was talking to Eileen? Because did she because overhear? Julie says. Well, and that's oh, yeah. why I'm I'm thinking now. I'm realizing, like as I was watching the episode, I was mm-hmm. thinking, how does he even know that she was talking to Eileen? But now I'm thinking back to the previous episode, and she says, "Oh, hi, Eileen," and he heard the whole thing. Right. So anyway, and yeah. that's how he came to the conclusion that John was throwing the party because he overheard Julie's basically repeat it back. Right. To exactly. Eileen. So. Yeah. So then John overhears JJ telling Son M that, like, I'm so sorry. You know, of course I thought John was throwing you the party because I overheard this, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And then so John realizes, oh, Son M was telling me the truth. Yeah. She did think I threw this party. And yeah. So it's like, at least he knows now. And yeah. shocking, Eileen's at the center of it. And yeah. I love that JJ begs her to come clear up the gossip. Mm-hmm. And that. When she gets off the phone and tells Ihan about it, Ihan gives her some tough love about it too. She does. Like, I oh, loved that. What did you expect? You walked in there wearing his dress. You rushed out of the party without explaining anything. And of course, what are people going to think? And now you're not even showing up to work today. Exactly. And she's like, oh, should we just sit around here and drink tea and cry about it? And like, yeah. But it's like, you know what? She, Sanem needed to hear that because although she's crushed because John's, you know, reacted terribly. Right. Ihan is basically telling her, like, Listen, it's up to you if you just want this to be the gossip of the day or the week or the month or the year. Go and clear it up right now. Yep. And she does. Well, and basically, like, either just get used to the fact that they're going to be gossiping about you. Right. Or go and deal with or it. Or go and deal with it. Yeah. And Sun M runs to go and deal with it. Yep. 
Which was great. Agreed. Uh, Layla still has the contract. Yeah. But she's her conscience work. is bothering her, Right. Obviously. And she's at work right now when this happens, she right? Is. When Emery calls? Okay. Yep. And she finally realizes that she can't betray Son M. Mm-hmm. But I... And she's still willing to give him a chance, though. And she begs him to tell John everything. Yep. Like, please, I don't... I can't do this to Son M, but I don't want to betray you either. So yeah. please just tell your brother everything. Yeah. Basically says, you weren't this kind of person, so end all of the lies. And I don't know. He doesn't really – I mean, he kind of agrees, but doesn't actually say, like, he's going to go talk to – no. I don't know. That conversation just ends, like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But then Eileen starts to explode because she's like, see, not even her love for you is going to save us and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And she just starts flipping out. I think Emery starts to realize, like, what – like, well, I shouldn't say starts to realize. He's seen it before, but he's really seeing, like, yeah, you're not in this to help me out at all. Yeah, she's in it for herself. Yeah. She doesn't care about anyone but Eileen. Exactly. Um, then we go over to, let's see. They're doing the Compass Sport idea meeting. Yes, thank um, you. So everybody's in there um, and they're, you know, John is kind of pumping them up, trying to get them excited. excited. Uh-huh. Uh, then we get a, we start to see what the Mahalai scenes are going to be for this episode, which is Mev Kabe dealing with her new presidency. Yes, and all that comes with it. Exactly. Um, it kind of reminds me of that Gilmore Girls episode when Jackson becomes the mayor. <laughs> yes. And, like, everyone, like, everyone starts piling. You know, he kind of does runs under the same pretense Mev Kabe did. Yeah. You know, you don't want this it's person. It's just that, to beat out the other person. Right. Yeah. But has then, nothing to do with them actually really wanting uh-huh, the duty. And yep. then realizes, like, holy cow, there's a lot that comes with this job. Yep. So... And then getting overwhelmed by uh-huh. it. I wrote herbs, 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 herbs. Yeah, basically. <laughs> For all well, of the Mahalay stuff. And, yeah, because Muzo's kicked out. Right. His mom is Because he's helping Mevkabe, so Aysen kicks that. him out. Yeah. And that's essentially all of the Mahalay scenes, so we yeah. probably don't need to mention them again. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're back so at the Fabry comes. Yes. Did you get screenshots for this? Uh, not that part. No, okay. I got. I it mean, until... when they walk into the office, I didn't get it when he shows up at the meeting either. Yes, I think I did. I don't know. I, I love their conversation. Well, I shouldn't say love it, but I just like. I like that John's basically like, I see you, <laughs> and yes. I see what you're up to, because they just have you know they're just greeting at the. In the meeting, like, oh, we just wanted to stop by, blah, blah, blah. And Duren kind of goes out and chats with them a bit. And then John walks out and is like, let's go to my office. I don't have that. Okay. I didn't get any of that. Um, not until Sanem shows up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So we get to the point where John basically tells Fabry, yep, let's go. He leaves the uh, brainstorm meeting, takes mm-hmm. Fabry into his office. And Fabry basically is like, oh, I saw you left early, you know, and I didn't see Sanem the rest of the night either. I hope everything's okay. And John says, yes, I left early. And he goes, oh, and that's when Fabry says, I also didn't see Miss Sanem. I hope there's nothing wrong, a problem, a sickness. And he goes, Sanem doesn't like impositions. She was probably annoyed and went home. And Fabry says, imposition? John, imposition, yes. That thing you were doing without letting her know. Sanem doesn't like that at all. And he goes, I don't like it as well. As her ex-fiance, I know her pretty well. And Fabri's like, I just uh, wanted to uh, make a great surprise for her. And John says, surprise and imposition have their differences, Senor Fabri. 
You can check that out from a Turkish dictionary one day. <laughs> oh, the peeing contest. And Fabri says, sure, I will. Um, surprise and imposition, huh? Senior John, what's important in my opinion is Miss Sunem's happiness because she is a woman who deserves those gestures, I think. And John is starting to get pissed. And he's like, Senior Fabre, I respect that you're going to work with Sunem. It's fine by me. It doesn't even concern me. But this attention you're showing towards her, it's starting to disturb me. Mm-hmm. And Fabre says, uh, didn't you break up? He goes, yes, we just broke up. But seeing you disturbing her in front of me, I don't like it at all. I actually, and Fabri says, I actually don't think I'm disturbing her even a little bit. And John says, well, I do. And Fabri says, uh, must be a cultural difference. Because where I come from, couples that break up never get involved in the other one's life. They can talk to anyone they want or they can flirt with anyone they want. And John, John goes, mm-hmm, cultural difference. Turkish men are a little different, so you'd better watch what you're doing, okay? Yeah. And I love that. And basically is like, uh, now let's get back to business at hand, like yes. now that I've said that. Which, I love that scene, but also, again, I'm like, it's weird to me that he's like defending and kind of standing up for her because he's the one that said all those horrible things to her. So it's like, is that maybe some regret set in that... I'm sure it is, especially because he heard the truth that oh, she... Oh, yes, you're right. That she wasn't... That's um, right. Had no idea. I forgot the, the JJ phone call yeah. he overheard. So now he has that information. Yeah. You're right. Okay. That scene makes way more sense now. I don't know what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah, so Sun M shows up at this point. Right. And hers and JJ's little conversation when he's like... You're, you're so professional, son. Yes. Thank you for showing up. And she goes, yes, I'm very professional. I, what did she say? I think I wrote it down. Oh, I, <laughs> she I, said, I wish everyone were as professional as we were, right? And he said, I wish. Well, and she says, I came to shut some mouths with my professionalism. Yeah, I love it. Yep, I love the it. The sass, I love it. Uh-huh. So Fabri comes out to leave right. after he's had this conversation with John. And he's like, oh, he gets all excited. He says, Sanem. And she's like, oh, hi, hi. And meanwhile, Don kind of sees that she's here and uh-huh. he posts up to watch this conversation. Right. So he says, when you left early, I was wondering, is everything okay? I love it because JJ's just kind of watching. He has these big eyes. And she says, no, it's not all right, Mr. Fabry. He says, what's this? And she says, your gift. Oh, she says, I was going to bring that to you today, but I'm glad I saw you here. Here you go. <laughs> so he's like all confused. He says, asks her son, M, why? And she says, because I don't like this kind of imposition, Fabri Bay. And John has <laughs> this like super satisfied look on his face. Yeah, he totally, he give, he shows off his big smile. Oh, he yeah. He doesn't even try to hide it. <laughs> um, And so, he, but it's funny because Fabri says, uh, John Bay told me the same thing. Uh-huh. And that was interesting to me that he would even admit that. Yeah, I he agree. think that he would try to save face. Right. But like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, your ex-fiance told me the same thing. Yeah. I. It was funny, too, that, I don't know, I thought it was funny that John was like, as her ex-fiance, I know her pretty well. Uh-huh. So she's like, oh, did he? And then... um. Fabri admits, well, of course, he knew you for a longer time than I did. Right. But believe me, after I start to know you better, 
Uh, I'll Ugh. be a little more careful with these things. Don't worry about it. So that's creepy, right? Totally creepy. But then Sunem says, I'm not worrying about it. <laughs> Which I loved that. She yeah. says, but maybe you should. Uh-huh. She says, if this doesn't happen again, it will be best for you. Which, yeah. Anyway, Fabri, Fabri says, sure, like I said, uh, as we start to get to know each other, We'll get to know each other only about work and only as it's needed, she says in response. Don't give me a hard time like this again. Now, Fabri at this point, she's kind of making him look like a fool. Oh, completely. Way more than John ever did that he seems to be so hell-bent on getting back to John for. Exactly. So to me, I after I watched this scene between the two of them, because he basically apologizes and then leaves. And then she even goes, uh, you forgot this, and hands him the dress. Yeah, so to me, after Mm -hmm. this whole encounter, it's kind of shocking to me that he continues to pursue her. I agree. Because it's like, bro, she just shut you down. Yeah. And she not only shut you down, but was like, we're only going to get to know each other during work, for work things, and that's really it. Right. All right. So... She basically tells Fabri off he's left, right? And um, JJ exclaims how proud he is of her for doing yes. that. She's so professional. Yes. <laughs> and she also then she explains to him, well, I also need to be professional about this and I need to give this to John Bay. And he's like, what's that? And she says, it's my letter of resignation. And that's yes. when JJ realizes, like, she's leaving, leaving. Yeah. So, But she decides it got wrinkled or whatever in her bag mm-hmm. and that she needs to – she wants to rewrite it. Rewrite it. So to it make looks, it look nicer. Yes. So she goes into Layla's office to look for a pen and a mm-hmm. piece of paper. And what does she find in Layla's office? A contract. A contract. She figures out where it went to. Yep. And now knows that her sister betrayed her. Yes. Oy. Layla walks in, figures it out, tries to explain everything. Yeah. And... Sanem just doesn't want to hear it. She's like, you know what? It doesn't matter anymore. I'm leaving this place. You mm-hmm. chose Emre because he basically called and you went running. And basically just like, I know where I stand. Yeah. And thought, okay, well, forget this. I just need to get out of here. I'm going to give him the original resignation letter. I'm not rewriting it. I just need to get the heck out of here. Yeah. Which I would be so done too if Absolutely. I were her. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So she walks into John's office and he looks at her and is like, what's up? What is it? She hands him her resignation letter and says, my resignation letter. Uh-huh. She goes, it got a little wrinkled in my bag, but, and he says, you're being ridiculous. What resignation? And she goes, I tried to tell you yesterday. I'm giving my resignation to you as a written document so that it will be more professional. Yes. He says, so you're serious with this? She says, yes, I'm serious. You're leaving then? I'm leaving. And he says, she turns around to walk out and he says, Why? And I love it because she just lets him have it. And she says, yeah. because I can't keep working with a boss who doesn't listen to me, understand me, and judges me without even letting me explain myself. And really, you're going to ask her why? I know. Come on. You know why, John Yeah. Bay. Give me a break. And he says, Sanem, when I think about it, he, he says, since your actions didn't have anything to be explained, I actually don't understand what you're trying to say. And she goes, hmm, you don't understand? You'll never understand. Yeah. And he said, I understood what I had to, son M. And she says, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And turns around and yeah. walks out of the office. And I'm yeah. like, good for you. Yeah. I mean, as much as she can 
be crazy, like how she was in 15 and like, or 16, I'm sorry, you know, just kind of in his face trying to just explain herself and all that. Yes, she wouldn't, you know, yeah, she is just desperate and she she won't leave him alone. She is good about getting to a point where she realizes I need to cut my losses. Yep, exactly. Because this, I mean, you know, even where we're at right now in the show Mm -hmm. with episode 50 just airing, that's how, you know. She's yep. like, I need to cut my light. I need to cut my losses, and this isn't what I want. See, like, yeah. as hard as she's been trying, yeah, to help him get his memory back. She and all also this stuff, knows yep. when to quit. She knows when to quit. Yeah. So it's like when she's trying, she's trying, and she's in your face, and she's all over it. And yeah, at least she gets to a point where she realizes, like, okay, I just need to walk away. Yeah, and that's she what doesn't she's, just keep trying, right? And that's what she's doing, and I completely respect that. Mm-hmm. She so leaves. she leaves and Layla basically can't handle it. Right. And she's like, I need to give John the contract. Right. Uh, because she's in deep crap with her sister. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's officially – she knows that she's betrayed her. Sanem knows that she's betrayed her. Right. And so she's like, okay, I have to do this. I have yeah. to give John the contract. And thank the heavens she does. And she even tells him – Sanem came, mm-hmm. you know, to explain things to you, and this was supposed to be in the folder that she had, although she lies, and she says that she dropped it. And I found it. And I found it, mm-hmm. and but I think it was too late, but here it is, basically. Yeah. And so he finally finds out the truth, and I appreciated that this didn't just get glossed over. Right. Because it kind of felt like that with... Him originally figuring out that he was that Emery was lying to him. Right. He yelled at him and he got mad. Right. But that was basically it. Uh-huh. Emery was like, "Oh, it was about mom." And so now, but Sanem's the one that he's been taking it all out on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And now he sees the real truth. Yep. That it's always been about Eileen. Yep. It's always been about Emery. Yep. Uh, betraying the entire family. Right. Not just choosing Eileen or seeing Eileen behind everyone's back, but. Literally choosing her and himself over his entire family's well-being. Yeah. And the employees. Because basically they're trying to, you know, put this. Yeah. It doesn't just affect John, Mm -hmm. which was supposedly, you know, originally what we were told with what Emre's kind of uh, motivation Mm -hmm. was, was he wanted to be the head of the company. Right. So because he was jealous, that was his whole reason for signing on with Eileen. Yeah. However, he didn't even think about the implications of doing something like that. Right. That he was potentially ruining the entire agency. Yeah. He could have plunged, been the one to plunge them into bankruptcy in the first place. He betrays his brother. He betrays his father. He betrays his mother also. I was just going to say, it technically would even betray Huma because... Yeah, because she has a 40% cut uh-huh. in, the, in the company too. And so, he tends to favor mom over dad mm-hmm. because that's who raised him. Yep. So it's it was just nice to kind of see him get his just desserts of, look at what you did. Uh-huh. Look at what this is causing. This is all you're yep. doing. It's nobody else's doing. Yep. Because, you know, John kind of flies off the handle as he should have. Right. And gets to Eileen's. Right. Well, and the see the and another frustrating thing is right before John gets to Eileen's, mm-hmm. Emre is over it. Right. He kind of the quote, light bulb turns he's on. He's so done. Uh-huh. Whatever. As how many times have we heard him say right. that? That he's done with Eileen. Yep. Um yeah, and it's over, but yes, I put exactly. John shows up to Eileen's and he's an angry bear. Oh, yeah. And, you know, spouts off to him, kind of shoves him up against the wall and is just oh, like, yeah. 
he you've totally been with this despicable Emmerich. woman and you're this and you're that and the last I scene, love that he tells Eileen to shut up yes oh I know <laughs> and but he also and, yeah, does, he's he like, tells on them to shut up later in the episode too well yeah <laughs> but anyway obviously it's yeah I'm it's, it's satisfying right. for for him to tell Eileen to shut up he says you shut up what are you going what are you going to explain what will you explain huh will you explain how you betrayed me but forget about me, not me. You'll explain how you betrayed my father? Yep. What will you explain? Or will you explain how you became partners with this greedy, pitiful, psychopath woman yeah. who's capable of doing anything? Will you explain what you did behind our backs? What will you explain? Will you explain how you got two innocent people involved in your dirty plots? Yep. And then Emre, of course, is trying to talk his way out. Brother, and he says, no. And he gets him close and he says, I don't have a brother like you anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to see you again. Yep. So and that's good. That. Yeah. Finally. 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 And then what happens? Emre goes right back into the house with Eileen. Uh-huh. Sorry, bro. You could have gotten a hotel room. They're all- yeah. If she you were not- really done with her, uh-huh. you would have still left. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, no, nope, there's no excuse if you have nowhere to go. It's yeah. just a matter of you're weak. Yeah. He's such a snake. <sighs> so then we get to a part, let's see, where Sonam's in her room reading Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Which, funny enough, is translated into Turkish as love and pride. Yeah, isn't that funny? It is funny. Because it's like, that doesn't Prejudice seem... and love are not the same thing. Right. I mean, I guess an alternative title to the actual book could be Love and Pride. Because, you know, it's about that conflict. Sure. But... That was just odd just, to me. Yeah, maybe there's just not a good literal translation of the word prejudice. Maybe. Into the Turkish language. So they're just going more with, like, the theme of the book. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what she's reading. And Layla comes in and apologizes, explains that she told John everything and showed him the contract, asks mm-hmm. for forgiveness, and gives her this, like, candy, which um, had yeah. some significance, clearly, because – Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when Sanem basically is like, well, I need some fresh air. Mm-hmm. And she, she leaves. She does take the candy with her. And Layla's like, she took it. Like, yeah. So, she takes it as a sign of hope. Right. Like an olive branch or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looked like it was chocolate. Because when Sanem mm-hmm. is at the rocks. And she's eating she it. She eats yeah. it. It looks like chocolate to me. Yeah. Sort of a little chocolate bar. So Eileen, of course, uses this to her advantage. Of course she does. And she's like, see, we have no one else but each other. Blech. Gross <laughs> is what I wrote, actually, with like seven S's. And then I said, what voodoo does she practice to make her skin so flawless? I know. <laughs> That's what I want to know. That Yeah. She does have great skin. It's perfect. It is completely perfect. I mean, maybe it's, I'm sure the makeup is helping as well. I'm sure. But even with the makeup, sometimes like you see like. John, you can still see kind of like um Yeah, he has a little like his, scars. Yeah, uh-huh. skin imperfections and things like that. So I'm sure the makeup only helps matters, but it looks right. like she's still got some pretty flawless skin hiding yeah. underneath it. So Yeah. Um, let's see. We glossed over Muzo getting kicked out and because yeah. Iceland's a sea witch. Yeah. John's oh. driving. <laughs> yeah, I said I said smooth jazz John. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> because that that song, uh, in in Filak by Go- Gulben Ergen. Oh, I'm glad you best. looked it up. I wrote a spot for to, as a reminder to look it up, and I, oh, and you did it. I completely forgot to, and I usually do. It's you so it's do funny that you did. Yes, uh-huh. and I did it, and I was, and I while I was doing it, I thought Kristen probably is doing this too, but I'll write it down just. In I case. just wrote song 
with the colon and completely forgot to look it up. Yeah, it's called Infilak by uh, Gulben Ergen. I just wrote, it's a very angsty song, even though I don't understand the words. You can just tell that the whole feel of it is very angsty. Oh, yeah. And it totally fits the situation. Yes. Because Sonem's sitting at the rock. She's just crying and just probably, you know, thinking about everything. Mm-hmm. And she's like sadly eating her candy that Layla yeah. got her. And John actually is eating out of her his, feelings. Yeah. Eating her feelings. We know a bit about that. And then, yeah, and then John sees her because he's actually out of his truck. Yeah, well, he drives to the rocks, obviously, because he, I mean, it's where they both go to contemplate. He's sat on the rocks before. He has, yeah. I feel like it's always been associated with her, though. True. Um, You're right. Like, I would be curious. I doubt that pre-Sunem, John would have gone to the rocks yes. to contemplate. And he didn't because you're right, because in the more recent episodes when oh, he's lost his memory yeah, 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 and yeah. she asks him, like, do you recognize this place? He's basically like, Well, that's the maiden's tower and that's this so that's all he ever associated with it priest on M. Yes. It wasn't like otherwise he would have said, Oh, this is where I've come to think and contemplate yeah. and blah blah blah. So you're right. This was so, clearly just a Sun M thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they have it's obviously a symbolic place for right. the for both of them. Um, I mean, it's right by her neighborhood, so it makes sense that Sanem would go there. Right. Possibly even without John. Yes. But I'm sure it's also – I'm More. sure that's not why she's there at this point. Right. Yeah. It, because they've had arguments. They've had good yes. moments. They've had all these different uh, situations go down, specifically at right. the Cursed Rocks. At the Cursed Rocks. And I, he, like, starts to go to her, but then he just kind of stops and sits down and watches her. Yeah. And then – Ultimately, just gets up and leaves. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of wondering what's going through his mind. Like, how come you didn't just go to her? And, you know? Yeah, I wonder if he is feeling ashamed at that time. Oh, maybe. Because of everything that he's put yeah. her through uh, at that point. And yeah. now that he knows the truth, now that he knows how exact. He knows exactly how she got caught up in this situation right. now. And maybe words are escaping him too. Right. Yeah. What is he going to say mm-hmm. to her? I mean, obviously he owes her an apology, but. But that, there's just, there's got to be more than that than just an I'm sorry, you know? Right. Exactly. So he walks away just as she turns. Yeah. Because she senses him. Because she senses him. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then I said. And then that scene ends. And I yeah. said, well, 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 whose cute face shows up at the Bacal uh-huh. the next day? As Sun M is eating her feelings. As, yes. She's like, <laughs> all that stuff like falls down on her because she's trying to put stuff away. And he sees her and she like opens up this candy and like stuffs it in her mouth. And, and John walks in. <laughs> I love she, that. And she like sees him and like turns around and like kind of spits it into the <laughs> napkin all like nonchalantly and basically is like, how can I help you? Uh-huh. And yep. he pulls out her letter of resignation mm-hmm. and she goes, what's that? And he says, your resignation letter. She goes, yes, I see it's the resignation letter, but why did you bring this to me? And he says, Sunem, you can't quit. And she goes, really? Why is that? Mm-hmm. And I love it. She's got her game face on. She yes. is not just like falling all over because he, you know, sought her out. Yep. And he goes, I mean, you can't quit because uh, you have a large amount of debt to us and you have to pay that. And you have to work if you're going to pay that. And clearly, the in the Tony says it, you can tell he's just grasping at straws mm-hmm. for a reason to make her come back. Yeah. And he goes, so how many times do I have to say that? 
And she goes, oh, you don't need to remind me my debt to you every chance you get. I already know my debt to you and I will pay it, but I'll pay it as I'm working here. And one second, and she starts to like dig around in the cash drawer and like pulls out these coins and starts throwing them on the counter at him. I and she love goes, it. let me give you some of my debt here. And she like pours the money out. And John's like, Son M, what are you doing? This is so loud. And it's only five kurus, 10 kurus. There isn't even 2.5 kurus here. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, and then he grabs something and goes, This isn't even Turkish. <laughs> and then uh, an old man walks in. And he says hi to Son M. And she starts to help him fulfill his order. And John hops in and basically is like, oh, I've got this. And yes. tries to help, I say mm-hmm. with air quotes. Because yeah. John clearly has never worked physical labor like that a day in his life. <laughs> yeah, he can't even measure rice. I mean, he's willing to do it. So I give him props. Yes. And, you know, it. I just thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Because that goes into this whole thing. Where then, you know, the ladies come in and mm-hmm. um, it's, oh, a whole it's just a whole thing where he's very poorly measuring out their orders. And every time he's messing up, he just goes, oh, don't worry, it's on me. There's a campaign today. Yes. And so M's like, clearly, a sale we have, on a, everything we have today. a campaign on everything today. But I like that the first old man customer, I can't, Uncle Abdullah, I think. Yeah. When he's about to leave, he looks at Sanem. I don't know. If oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. But he basically is like, um, he says, gosh, where is it? I thought I wrote it. I have it. Oh, he says, don't lose this man, Son M. He's like a wrestler. If I had a daughter, yeah. I'd bless them for sure. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And there's all these double meanings going on, like, when he's scooping the rice, but it's the wrong rice. And he's like, it looks the same to mm-hmm. me. And, this, and Son M's like, well, not all rice is the same. <laughs> Some rice has pride. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yes. And then the spit knife thing. Uh-huh. Okay. So I actually messaged Miriam last night and asked her about it. Oh, that – oh, I forgot you weren't live watching. I wasn't yet. So. Okay. Because one of our friends uh-huh. who – Is Turkish? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she explained okay. the whole knife thing. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't – yeah, I wasn't part of that friend group yet. So I was still – yeah, I wasn't watching live episodes for like three more episodes. Okay. So I had messaged Miriam and just asked her – like, can you explain this a little bit? The translations didn't make it super clear. Mm-hmm. And I liked it because, you know, she basically said that it, there's just a tradition. You're not supposed to hand a knife directly to another person. You're supposed right. to set it down and then they pick it up. Right. Otherwise, bad, terrible things. So if you do happen to accidentally hand it to them, right. you have to spit on it and mm-hmm. then set it down and do it. And I just to like, like ward off to the, ward off the, the bad, bad vibe yes. kind of a thing. Yes. And so I like that John after that said, see, maybe if we had done this spitting thing, then we'd have none of these fights. Only yes. good things, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that was, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, then they also, kind of. Also, he was waving that knife around like he's never held a, a knife in his life. And I'm like, okay, that can't be true <laughs> because he like fishes and stuff and would like. Yeah. He's like Mr. He's Adventurer. probably like a hunter mm-hmm. or something. And I <laughs> I wrote, be careful with that knife. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because it's like a big old butcher one. Seriously. So then they finish up there at the store, and basically, John's like, yeah, we were a good team. Good job. Mm-hmm. And he says, okay, one thing. I'll tell you one last thing, and then I'll go back. And he says, I'm telling you this is your boss, not your new employee. Mm-hmm. Very serious right now, okay? She says, mm-hmm. And he says, you're coming back to work right away. He doesn't ask. He states that yeah. she's coming back to work right away. All right, we have work to do, and we're really busy, and we need you. And I won't accept any excuses or nagging. 
or you'll need to pay me recompensation. <laughs> and she goes, oh, is that so? I thought you didn't want me at the agency. And he says, I was angry. And she goes, and now you're not? And I don't like this because he says, don't change the subject. Yeah. She was not changing the subject. No, she was she asking for clarification on something you just said, John Bay. Yep. <laughs> and, but she still says, fine, I'll come back. But I have a condition. And he says, yes, what? And she says, you won't call me the other one again. And I didn't like this either. But he says, then you won't act like the other one again. Yes. But I'm like, she wasn't ever acting like the other one. I know. John, like, yep. I love you, but no, you're wrong. Yeah. And then she says, one more thing. You're so dirty right now. And she's like wiping his hands with baby wipes. And then she like hands him the baby wipes as mm-hmm. he's leaving a whole bag of them. I don't know if they're supposed to be like meaning there or what. It felt right. like they were supposed to be, but. Or maybe she's just being a brat. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing I asked. Uh, Miriam about because I do remember there were a lot of I remember reading a lot of things about like there was all this meaning in the products that were being purchased like that meant fertility and this and that like in the grocery store oh but Miriam's like I mean I think people were just looking for something okay to see into because those are very common everyday items to buy at a Turkish right. grocery Rice, store. olives, cheese, sausage, right. eggs. And, and then I love her for this because she says, plus this was an awfully written episode, so I doubt like basically it even went that hey, deep. Hey, that's a good point. <laughs> that's and a good point. I was point. like, ain't that the truth because – It's not Miss Symbolism Aisha. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's I just funny. appreciate that's that. That's a really good point. So thank you, Miriam, because I like sent her those messages late last night and I don't know what time it was for her. So I honestly wasn't even sure if I'd hear back from her okay. in time, but she got back to me like within 15 or 20 that's minutes. So, awesome. so I was like, She's thank awesome. you so much. You're the best. She really is. So anyhow. Um, yeah. So what's uh, well, Emery is depressed and he's thinking about what a horrible person. Well, he probably isn't. He's just thinking about how he got caught. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't give him that much credit. He's yeah. not thinking about what a horrible person he is. Yeah, he's just sad that he got caught. And he's just stewing about the fact that Layla went to John. He really is. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. But then Eileen, of course, there, she's always got a plot brewing. And always. she tells him basically to call mommy or daddy and to – ask for their shares right so that he can take over and he's like eileen basically yeah yeah, to his credit he at least tells her woman you crazy right and i'm I'm, not gonna do that it's just gonna upset my brother more Mm -hmm. he's already disowning me he'll never forgive me for that yeah like my relationship with my brother is ruined and you're already asking me to plot more yeah so yeah he actually tells her case closed i won't call either of them right um so she decides to do whatever she wants, mm-hmm. as she always as does, she does. And, and calls Huma. And accidentally spills the beans about the drama. Yes. Well, I had never realized that Eileen is the one who very first, originally, before anything else, put an idea into Huma's head. That, that Sun M is a problem. Uh-huh. And that I didn't she notice. causes trouble, that yep. she causes drama, that everything that's happening badly between John and Emre, that, oh, you, oops, you didn't know about that? Right. I didn't know. Yeah, whatever. And she's like, well, it all comes back to this Sun M girl. She's yes. bad news. And I was like, well, and I think I watched different translations the first time I watched this episode. Okay. So maybe it wasn't as clear in those anyhow. Oh, yeah, that makes but sense. I don't, I did not remember seeing her say anything about Sun M. Just yeah. like... Oh, things are bad, and I didn't know you didn't know. Oops, don't tell Emre. Yeah. 
But yeah, so it's like, no wonder when Huma shows up 10 episodes from now, she's like looking into Sunnam, showing up in her neighborhood. Yep. Because all she knows is her son's girlfriend mm-hmm. said, this girl has caused all kinds of trouble. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. So she is the one who very first plants that seed. Yep. And I didn't realize it until yep. now. I didn't either. Um, so Sunnam returns to work. Yes. Well, I did take note. Uh... Duren is wearing an outfit in this episode that she also wore in episode 50. Yes. Well, remember we were, when we were watching, we are like, that's yeah. a repeat outfit. Uh-huh. And I didn't obviously remember what episode it was from. So yeah. I did think it was funny. When I was watching, I'm like, oh, we literally just saw her wear that outfit in the mm-hmm. live episode. Yeah. I think it's the, you know what? I was wrong earlier. This is when she's wearing the like purpley striped yes. uh, one with the big, yes. long purple pants. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know if she wears the same pants, but she at least wears that, that shirt top. in episode mm-hmm. 50. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, look at that. Which is funny that like that just goes to show how conditioned we are when we watch TV shows because it's not even realistic that people wouldn't repeat outfits who, you know what I mean, oh, like I in real life. So it's funny that like- People repeat outfits all the time. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Because that's normal life. Yeah. So it's just funny that it's like when you see it happen in a show, you're like, oh my gosh. Like yeah. even though it's the it's more- It's a shock. Re- it's the more realistic thing. Yes. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. And again, here's what, this I thought was dumb that everyone starts gossiping again about Sanem. Like, oh, Fabri must be here parking the car. He must be here with her. You guys all literally just saw her, like, chew him up and spit him out when she was here the day before. But anyhow, but JJ again steps in, calls them out, and smiles again because he's proud of his friend for showing Mm -hmm. back up. Um, And then Sanem brings John Chai. uh Uh-huh. And we have... He's such a brat. Well, we have some good symbolism Mm -hmm. in this, though. And he, (laughs) he says, I missed this. And she says, me too. And he goes... I mean the tea. <laughs> Little punk. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, I missed making it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then he tells her to get out. Well, he says get out, but he's yes. not telling her to get out. But obviously she misunderstands. Right. Um, and there's a whole kind of, uh, I don't know that we need to get into it, but they talk no. about the, he's trying to think of a campaign for uh, Compass Sport and Sanem basically explains to him that telling somebody to get out isn't a good way to advertise a sports company right i do love when she says you could say go away yeah and then she goes i mean you know how to do that well (laughs) yes oh i love it and he's like oh sarcasm huh like okay like he he hears her he gets it yep and then i want to i want to say there's i mean i took screenshots but i don't think there's a whole lot of great content they're just kind of going back and forth and she's like well i don't like your slogan i don't think you're on the right track exactly and again she's speaking her mind about it i like that and he's like well you need to be objective and she's like well if i'm looking at it objectively it's still bad yep (laughs) which is like yeah yeah just like it tells him it's nonsense it is nonsense and just like in episode 15 when he hated her puppet story Uh uh-huh so it's like hey if you could be objective about that and you yeah. were dating at the time. You're not even dating now. Yeah. She if can you can objective. dish it out, you better be able to take it, John Bay. Uh-huh. So there's a couple other things where within the um, within them talking about that campaign. Yes. Because, you know, she's like, we could say come to nature. Or, I don't know. Go on a picnic. But whatever you want to say, uh-huh. say it directly to people then. Yes. Don't build walls between yourself and people. I mean, let people explain mm-hmm. themselves to you. Like, so clearly she's finding a way to say what she needs to say. Yep. And 
John's like, are we still talking about work? And she's all, no, yes, it's complicated. <laughs> and yeah, I love it. And yep. he, he also, though, is like, okay, you need some fresh air. You're being crazy, basically. Go take yeah. a big breath of oxygen. But then he, like, walks up to her and he's like, you need it because I need you. And, like, strokes her hair and I then is, know. like, at the meeting. I'm I like, know. You turn Talk about mixed signals. For real. Yeah. It's a it's fresh. I couldn't even appreciate the cuteness of it. Like I know. him stroking her hair like that. Because it was frustrating. Because it's like you already played her by saying, Oh, I missed this, mm-hmm. but talking about the tea. And then you say, I need you, stroke her hair, and then at the meeting. Like, and you're not in a position right no. now to be treating her that way. Absolutely. You've not. been treating her like absolute crap. Uh-huh. So to turn around and start acting like this. Yes. How confusing, first of all. Right. And second of all, how dare you, John Bay? John Bay, how dare you? <laughs> we love you, but you're not scoring any points right here. No. Uh, let's see. Then we move on to the Enter team meeting. Enter Gomze. Enter Gomze. And I, at first I wrote 1.0 because we're dealing with Gomze 2.0 right now in episodes 50 and 51. But anyhow, I put funny how we have discount Gomze now in the current episodes. Yeah. But anyhow, so Sun M so nearly. the old friend. Mm-hmm. Sun M is jealous. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. They decide yeah. to have the meetings over. John invites her to have tea in his office and catch up. Yeah. And then I love it because Sanem, when she's like, I'll make the tea. And she mutters, why do they all have to have long legs? I wrote legs? that same thing down. <laughs> That's so funny. I, you know what's funny is after she says that, because obviously Polen is very tall as well. Right. And Polen is tall and they stick her in Super sky high heels and high heels yeah, yeah so they really accentuate that correct um and not that i mean sanem is so beautiful demet right. is so beautiful but i was thinking i wonder if they decided to kind of take that and run with it right. with her character right because she's she's not john has tall. a good mm-hmm. five six inches on her yes um and they usually put her in flats and comfortable right. shoes right which if i were her i would appreciate it but yeah, it's so I just thought that was funny because that tends to be a recurring thing for yes, her. The tall, long legged like, model looking The long mm-hmm. legs. Yeah. <laughs> um once they're in the office, I like just a couple of JJ things. He's like because uh-huh. everyone's like, well, how do they even meet? How do they know each other? And he's like, Maybe they met her at a gym or in the Amazon or Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Talk about random. What a oh man. So funny. <laughs> Anyways, then I said the plotting murder look in Sanem's eyes as she Seriously. brings the tea into the office. And then has to, quote, dust yes. underneath the desk. And she's being, yeah, she's being crazy. And yeah, she's she is. Finding reasons to We've stay in there and crawl around. The insanemity. Her inner voice is speaking. Yep. Yeah. And then JJ realizes that she's jealous and he's like, once she's back out of the office and he's like, oh, is this the new Polen? Uh-huh. Which I thought, again, was funny. Yes. Then right then his phone rings. It's Ihan. Mm-hmm. JJ starts freaking out because of his box of stuff from his hometown. And he's telling Sanem, like... His whole future is laid out before him yeah, with a phone if he, call. If he answers the phone, his entire future is planned. Like, because then we'll start talking and then we'll hang out and then we'll become boyfriend and girlfriend and then we'll get engaged and then we'll get married and then we'll have kids and then I'll become a grandpa. Like, he's... <laughs> He's like flipping out, and Sonem's like, ridiculous. Sonem's like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> it's just a funny that whole scene is just funny because it is. He just Anil just 
he nails that character so he well. He really does. Oh my gosh. Yep. Anyhow, Layla apologizes again at work. Sun M just says, give me time. Yeah. And then I said. And then we have an ad. A super obvious. <laughs> I said, enter the super obvious reclam for an app. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here, Gumsy, let me show you. <laughs> it's so easy. Here's how you can save all of your phone uh-huh. numbers. And then because you mentioned those cat masks a couple episodes ago. Uh-huh. I noticed all those apple-shaped awards. There's a bunch of tr- glass trophies that have apples on top. And I was, oh. like, trying to figure out what they were. I was, like, Googling them, but I could not find anything How last night. Funny. But I was, like, now I notice all those things ever yeah. since you brought it up. It was just because of Akatar. That's the only reason <laughs> that I even noticed those masks. So funny. That's the only reason. Uh, Huma <laughs> calls John. John ignores the call. Yeah. Duren then comes in and invites him to a concert. Yeah. With a band she happens to know that he loves. Oh, what a coincidence. What a shock. Yes, I just happened to get these tickets, John. Uh-huh. And then they walk out of the office. They make their plans for the concert that night. They leave. Sun M's in there still cleaning up or something. And Huma calls John's phone again. Mm-hmm. She sees that it's Huma. And she has a sad Metin flashback. Yeah. And I hadn't even... I didn't put this together either that her memory, you know, mm-hmm. the, it was another memory flash. And yeah. she... Um, obviously recognized the, the name because w- there would be no other way if she didn't have photographic memory right. there would be no other way for them to kind of explain that she would remember such a tiny detail right because she's never met this woman Mm-mm. john never talks about her i don't her. think john's ever said her name out loud i don't so. think anyone has said Mm-mm. her name out loud at least in front of sun not in front of sun uh, only eileen has and right. it's only been her first name yeah so yeah i thought that was a good use of her memory right I there agree. Uh, let's see. Son M. This is interesting. Obviously, Son M heard the whole plan for the concert. So when she call, she calls her dad and just says, "Dad, I want to let you know I'm working really late and I'll be staying at Ihans." Uh huh. I want to know what was her actual plan. Yeah. Because they wind up stuck in that elevator. Right. Obviously, that wasn't her plan to get the elevator stuck. But, but like, she was planning on accosting him at some. Yeah, like in the elevator right. or at some point. Yeah, at some point. But clearly, she assumed she would be very late. You know, you can accost him in the elevator and say what you need to say in a matter of 10 minutes and still be home at a decent hour. True. So I was kind of like, what's the plan here? That's a good question. Like, I didn't what, even really catch that. What was the point that. of that? I didn't the first time, but I was like, that's weird. What was her plan? Yeah. Unless she was planning on going to Ihan's. Um, I'm trying to remember if – no, because she, she didn't never, talk to no. Ihan that day. I mean, Ihan did call her, but they didn't make plans about that. They just no. talked about JJ stuff. Yeah. Huh. But yeah. So that's I, interesting. I just was like, what – was her original plan. Right. Because it clearly wasn't what happened. Right. Anyhow, I just thought that was interesting. But and she didn't – I don't think she planned to get the elevator stuck. No, I don't think Especially so Especially after she flips out oh, once com- it happens. I completely agree. Hmm. Interesting. So That's a good thought, question. Anyhow, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. So he – she clearly was waiting around for him, you're right, to at least talk to him. Yes. Because she, She's con- going to confront him. She sees him get on the elevator and yes. she rushes on and he says – Oh, Miss Sun M, you're still here. Didn't you already leave? And she says, I didn't. I couldn't. And I I love the sass here. I mean, Bambi Gomze drank so much tea that it took me a while to get all the empty glasses cleaned. I'm sure she went directly to a tea house from here. Oh, my gosh. And John says, hmm, I think you didn't like her. You didn't seem warm towards her. She goes, me? No. Why wouldn't I? Is Bambi someone that you can't like? Son M says to him, I didn't get a chance to 
basically warm up to her because you were being so loving towards her. And he says, what are you doing, Son M? Because the <laughs> elevator opens up and she pushes more buttons. Right. And she goes, I couldn't get this off my chest yet. Let's go up and down a little more and discuss Bambi, right? He goes, Son M. He goes, I actually don't have to explain this to you, but just to make you not get depressed, I'll remind you. Gamze is a very old friend of mine. She goes, oh, no, I got that part. She's a very old friend. Camps, caravans, caves, so old. And he goes, so what is bothering you with that, huh? What's wrong with that? Where is this attitude coming from? Uh, And she goes, I mean, if we can get this straight, I'll try to get mad on purpose if I will. I'm not sure what that meant. And, oh, he said that. I'm sorry. He said, I mean, if we can get this straight, I'll try to get mad on purpose. She goes, no, don't ever get mad. You just keep staying handsome like this. (laughs) She goes, so women will be chasing you everywhere. (laughs) She's so sassy. And she pushes all the buttons some more. And he's like, Son M, stop pushing these. I need to go. Okay, I'll miss the concert. And she goes, oh, concerts and all. There is someone flirting. You can never miss that. And he says, what flirt, huh? What flirt? What are you talking about? And honestly... John, you're not blind. You have to know Duran likes you. So Sana makes a great point here. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of uh, looks at him a little bit. And then she goes, she's quoting him. Yeah. And she says, I've never been so open to a woman in my life before. And mm-hmm. she says, that was a lie. And he goes, Sana, don't rub my wound, okay? Which, I'm sorry, you're not the only wounded one, John. It's true. And he goes, "Is that wasn't a lie. And she goes, it is. It's a hell of a lie. It's definitely a lie. And she goes, that, or he says, that day, didn't you tell Emery at the amusement park that you're going to break up with me? Did I hear that wrong? He's got a good point. And he does. And she goes, oh, is this our subject now? And he says, yes. Yes, it is. Um, and she goes, well, every, every woman I see around you knows you better than I do. You couldn't find time while doing, and he says, doing what? Maybe you couldn't, oh, and then he says, maybe you couldn't get the time to know me very well while you were doing all those things behind my back. Did you think of that? And she says, I didn't do anything behind your back. Your brother did all of those things. And that's true. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you don't let me explain it all. You don't even look me in the eye. And this part actually makes me, like, a little teary. Yes. He goes, I'm not. Yes, son, I'm, I'm not. And he goes, because I'm shivering whenever I'm looking at you. Do you get it? My whole free will just flies away. So it's like, clearly, he's still very affected by her. Yeah. Clearly has very strong, strong feelings for her. Yeah. And then the elevator jolts. Yeah. One thing that I really appreciated about that scene was it felt good. It felt like, okay, we're moving forward. Right. You guys are actually talking about this right. crap. And he's not just cutting you off. Exactly. He's not ripping your words up in front of you. Yep. And they're being honest with each other. Yes. And he's telling her, I can't look at you mm-hmm. because it hurts me too much, basically. Yeah. yeah. And she's, you know, telling him, stop with these lies. And right. Yeah. I just, it felt like, okay, yes, get it out. Talk about it. Yeah. Nope, <laughs> get I, this stuff figured out totally, with each other. Totally agree. Um, I know we don't, we weren't really trying to do too many Mahale scenes, but I feel like this one's worth mentioning. Because it's when Layla walks into the butcher shop. Yes. And Osman. he sees that she's upset and he's like, what's the matter, Layla? And she's just like, things are bad with Son M right now. And, you know, I'm just bummed about that. And he says, oh, because you took the contract. Mm-hmm. And she's like, did Son M tell you? And he said, no, I just guessed. And then tells her like, well, I saw you with Emre. And I love that he said, 
I saw you with Emre here and I guessed it once the contract went missing because what other reason would Emre have to come here if it didn't benefit him? And yep. I'm like, yes, Osman. Like, yeah. Oh, and this happens a little bit later, but then on her way home, well, and, and Osman tells her, Layla, you're a good person. Stay that way. Well, yeah, because he says it doesn't matter how much you love a person. Don't let it render you blind. Yep. Because And I feel like he's saying that to himself too because, again, yes. like he's been moving on from her. Right. He's this. And yeah. he doesn't well, want – And now he's seeing this side of her. Right. And her getting caught up with Emre. Right. And he knows all about Emre because oh, of Sanem. Yeah. Yep. So obviously he's going to be a little bit biased because yes. he's like, look at the – listen to me. Right. This guy – is trash and you yeah. need to stay away from him because he he's just going to influence you for the worst anyway. Right. Look at what he's already driven you to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Betraying your own stinking sister. Yep. Whether you were doing it knowingly or not. Exactly. And I'm sorry, whether she – I still don't understand her motivation with all of that. Mm-hmm. I know that she has feelings for Emre and so I guess maybe that's her motivation. That's motivation. And he – Gave her whatever excuses, but to me, whatever excuses some guy gave me about doing anything that he did, and then he's asking me to go take something from my sister, Uh I would not do that. I would be like, no, I don't care what your motivation is. I don't care what your excuses for why this happened. And, you know, he was blaming Eileen for everything, so she felt bad for him, blah, blah, blah. But she still had to go into Sanem's room, look for it. Take it and hide it from her. Yeah. And lie to her about it after Sanem is looking all over the place. Yep. Why didn't she just ask Sanem? Mm-hmm. Why didn't she say, hey, Emre said that this was a total misunderstanding. Emre explained everything with Eileen right. to me. So I took this because we need to give it back to Emre. Yeah. Why does it have to be secretive mm-hmm. if it's all right. okay? If it's all above reproach. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Exactly. And he only has the best intentions now. And Yep. Yeah. Then she would have, she wouldn't have felt guilty and she wouldn't have felt like she had to be sneaky behind Sanem's back. Right. Yeah. So then she's on her way home and Emre, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I'm so, I hated this. Oh, I agree. Because he's mean. He from, is And mean I love that the two guys are like, yeah, uh, Layla, is everything okay? Yes. And they're watching out mm-hmm. for her. Because he's like, how dare you? you? You gave me time and then you went and gave it to John anyways. And she, and she basically is like, well, I can explain this to you. It wasn't quite like that. Let's go somewhere. And, I, and at that point, I would have been like, screw you, dude. Yeah. And like walked away. And she's trying to make excuses. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to apologize. She looks like she feels awful about it. Yep. And it's like, you know what, girl? You should not feel bad at all. No. It's all his fault anyway. Yep. He's the one that brought this crap all on himself. Exactly. So that really bothered me. And it, I felt like... Layla, this is your time to, where you should have stood up for yourself. Yep. And you should have told him, I don't care. Yeah. You lied to me. Mm-hmm. I, you made me betray my sister and I'm not doing crap for you ever again. Right. She doesn't work for him anymore. Yep. She doesn't owe him anything. Nope. Ugh. Yeah. Stupid snake. We should walk away from that. Yeah. That was, that was probably my stabbiest moment of the episode. Oh, completely. Because it really irked me that mm-hmm. he had the gall to go up to her. And yeah. act that way with and her. like, this was all her fault now. Yeah. Dude needs a reality check. Um, I wrote, Ihan surprises JJ and he oh faints. Because she shows up at his apartment. So funny. And then she's all worried about him. Because she's, like, rubbing that oil, or, you know, the oil stuff that they do every time they pass out. Yeah. Or cologne, whatever it is. And she's like, I swear you passed out because of your love for me. 
And he wakes up in a panic because of all the IHOP memorabilia yes, in his house. All but littered like, across his house. She's like already seen it and all this stuff. And she's like, look, I brought you this cake. And she's like, it's heart shaped. And he like opens it. And he's like, um, why does it look like a spleen? And she's like, well, I dropped it. <laughs> and they decide to eat eat cake together. Yeah. And it's all awkward and cute. But basically, Ihan's like, can we stop avoiding each other? I know you're, you have all these reservations and fears, but we're not even talking anymore. Like, yeah. so can we at least be friends until you're ready for a relationship? Mm-hmm. And he basically agrees. Yeah. So there's some movement there with them, which I'm yes. glad because I love those two. Yeah, that was nice. Oops, that sorry. was a nice uh, little moment with them. Yeah. And then we basically finish off with uh, John and Sanem being trapped. In yep. the elevator, and sometimes trying to get out, like American TV, John yeah, says, like American, <laughs> or TV like American like movies, on, like she's on his shoulders trying to get out through the. She's like the hatch. Ceiling. What if we can get out uh-huh. by the hatch? And he's like, "You're obsessed with this hatch." Uh-huh. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good comedy in those scenes. Yes. Yeah they they did that really well together. I, agree. I thought I like. When she first starts yelling, I just think this is worth mentioning because it comes up later in a couple more episodes. Because she says, is no one there? And, uh-huh. he, and he's like, "What? why are you wording it like that? You're like, he basically says, that doesn't make any sense. The question is wrong. And she goes, what do you mean? And he says, is no one there? Really? What do you expect as an answer? If there's not anybody there, who's going to say, nope, I'm not here? <laughs> like, he basically is saying she words it funny. And it's funny because when she gets trapped in a bathroom window in a few episodes, uh-huh. she starts to go, is no one? And then she goes. And then she stops she herself. She stops herself and says, is anybody there? <laughs> and I just I just thought that was, I just thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, so there's just some comedy where they're Grammar like, police John. Yeah. <laughs> which I kind of appreciate, <laughs> even though he's being a brat about it. Right. We love good grammar, though. Yep. So anyhow, there's just crazy antics. They're yelling and like. But all in good fun. Like, she's like, well, let's play a game. Or let's just so they kind of talk a little bit about their childhood. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, – there's funny and light moments, which I appreciate. Yes. We really need that between the two of them right yeah, now. Yeah, totally. So, um, and just before the last scene, I will say, too, really quick, I I actually – I know Duren's intentions weren't great, but I do feel bad that she's just – left out there standing it's funny for when i first watched this episode i didn't feel a smidge feel bad of at all. regret for her i didn't feel bad for her at all now this time around i feel more bad for her but at that time if <laughs> if like, his battery hadn't died oops. if his battery hadn't died and he had just been like sorry i can't come something happened then I'd right. be like, well, you got what you deserve. Now go to the concert yourself. But just the fact that he's not calling her. And as far as she doesn't yeah, she doesn't know why. So she's just flat up. out being stood up. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, oh, Duran, you're a brat, but I kind of feel bad for you. <laughs> and then stupid Layla and Emery are at that restaurant. And she explained further why she wound up giving yeah. it to John because Son M found it, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, so that's why. And I don't want to give him too much credit, but I do appreciate that he said, she said, I didn't mean to betray my promise to you, but my sister found it and I needed to do right by her. And he says, you did the right thing. At least one of us still has a sibling. (laughs) Yeah. He could have just said you did the right thing because then he tries to get the whole, yeah, feel bad for me. My brother hates me. Yeah. So then again, after he says that, then Layla's back to singing his praises and it's just like, I know your life is really hard right now. Oh my gosh. That was so disgusting. So gross. Yeah. But I said, P.S., Varan looks really good in a plain black (laughs) t-shirt. I did appreciate 
that. Yes. As a non-Emery thing. Yeah. So then back to the elevator. Do you have yes. any of that final scene stuff? I don't actually. Okay. I I had to like quickly. Because I watched everything but like the last 15 minutes. Okay. And then I had to kind of scramble. So I didn't get any okay. screenshots okay. of this. <laughs> so well, I just was like, I feel like I'm talking a lot this episode. So <laughs> I don't want to step on your toes. So. Well, he, I mean, he apologizes. Yes. Right? We're at the final Which scene. Which is huge. It's a lot more serious. Yes. Well, they kind of have a moment after they're talking and sitting on the floor and Sun M kind of feels it and is like, okay, I need to stand up and get some air. Like she needs to kind of remove herself from the situation as much as she can in a tiny elevator. Yeah. But he stands up with her and he says, Sun M, I owe you an apology, which Mm -hmm. that was like, I imagine all the jaws dropped to the ground when that happened Mm -hmm. because he's so stubborn. Yep. And he says, I know everything. And she says, what do you know? He says, the partnership contract, when you came the other day, the folder you brought, the files that were lost, the birthday party, the gift, all of those. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I know. Or she says, they said those things to me. I really did think that you. And he says, I know. I know, Sanab. She goes, I thought it was you. And I was so happy. I was so happy and so excited because I thought you forgave me. And she's got tears in her eyes at this point. And she goes, I know. I know this is so hard. She's like, but I just had some hope. Mm-hmm. And she says, and then I tried to explain it to you. And he says, I know. I know everything. I didn't yeah, listen to you. Punk. I know. I didn't listen to you. I didn't believe your words. That's my fault. And then. At he, least he fesses up to it. Uh-huh. That's And I huge. love it because he says, please don't cry. And he's like, it's all right. It's okay. We can close this case. And he puts his like hand on her cheek. Mm-hmm. And he says, we won't talk about it again. Let's leave it all in the past. Okay. And she goes, you know what I want the most? I just want to start over. I mean, can't we just start over? Yeah. You mean so much to me. And he says, and you mean a lot to me. And then they stare gazingly into each other's <laughs> eyes. And he and gets really close and he like puts his thumb on her chin. But uh-huh. then like is kind of hesitant and like pulls away a little bit. Yeah. And then their noses wind up touching. And then and that's the end of the, the episode. end of the episode. Of course. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. So we don't quite know what's gonna happen i mean we do but we don't quite know what's gonna happen next right and we can hope we can hope (laughs) and i remember texting you yes like oh my gosh are they because it's probably like i think it was like 4 30 in the morning when i finished this episode probably so i knew i couldn't start the next one because Uh i wouldn't i would have to finish it and i'd be would have been awake 24 hours (laughs) at that point yeah so I was like, do they kiss? Do they get back together? And Ashley's a good friend because she does not give in to pressure. She like would <laughs> not tell me anything. I feel like both of us are really good about we that. We are. We we keep spoilers away from each other. We, we do even, a pretty good job. Even while we're like reading you know, or venting, yes. venting our feelings yes. about things. Yes. <laughs> it's true. With books, with, show, with the show. Yeah, I think we're both anything. pretty good at like if you're venting about something, I can go right along with it. Even if I know... It's a misunderstanding. Like standing yes. later, you just haven't gotten there yet, right? But then Neither because of, you remember how you felt during right. that moment, exactly. Yeah, and so, you just relay that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the episode, folks. Yep. Um, so for the, the question, question of the week, so we have seen in this episode and quite a few of them, we have seen Emre acting all sorts of ways. So I'm curious about what you guys like what did you guys think about emory mm-hmm. at this point um if you're re-watching with us or if you're going through just now for the first time right do you think that he's sincere do you think he's actually regretful of his actions obviously <laughs> Kristen and i don't think that mm-hmm. he is truly regretful 
But I know that there are some people out there who cut Emery a lot more slack. Well, and I than, was one of those people, not at this point. Right. But episodes down the road, like, I do start to, like, okay, I've forgiven him. I'm on the Emery train. I'm this. Right. And then. But, I mean, at this point, yeah. he's acting like he's regretful. And he, you know, obviously his plan and what he wanted to do was to leave Eileen. But right. now, I don't know, maybe maybe you could justify it. Maybe you could say, oh, his brother hates him now and he has nowhere else to turn to. Yes. So he's going to turn back to Eileen. You know, do you think that that's why he's doing these things? Is he really a totally bad guy? Right. I guess that's the question. Is Emery really a bad guy? Right. What do you guys think? Do you think that he's misunderstood at all? Do you think that his... He's just really impressionable? Right. Or he's just making bad choices? Yeah. Um, I feel like such a teacher saying that. Uh-huh, like, make good choices. Make good choices. <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah. I what's mean, your what's your feel on Emery at this point? Mm-hmm. What yeah, you, what's your take? Yeah, what's good your guy, take? bad guy, misunderstood mm-hmm. guy? <laughs> Does he mean well? Yeah, but he just makes bad decisions. What do you? What do you? We think? already know how our friend Sarah would answer that, but <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what I want to know. Um, okay, that's a good question. And as and always, oh yeah, I I don't know if we've decided if next week will be episode nineteen or if we're gonna try to talk about the finale. It just depends mm, on our schedule. So yeah, I don't, yeah, we're not sure what to tell you guys about next week yet. Yeah. We want to watch the finale together, and Ashley has work, so we would have to watch it sub together and then mm-hmm. kind of do a talk. And so if we have time for that, that's the plan. Right. It could wind up just being episode nineteen. We do want to talk about the finale and just the whole series, I feel like. For sure. Soon, because it's, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, it's already aired. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen it yet because it's only Friday for us. But Right. Yeah. So we do want to talk about that with you guys. And yeah. So I'm not sure what we'll have for you next week, but we'll have something. Yep. We'll and as always, with something. find us on social media at Dizzy4DZ, pretty much on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram Twitter, Twitter, Twitter yeah, you, yep, search all that Facebook, Dizzy for DZ. You can email us your thoughts if you want uh, to Dizzy for DZ, Dizzy for DZ podcast uh-huh. at Gmail. And uh, until next time, we'll see you soon. Go to Chicago. Go to Chicago.